And time to talk about part two, I guess. Hey, hello. Hello. And hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Last Ones in Podcast. Kind of. Um, tonight we are going to be talking Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Um, yesterday... July 12th on a Monday, we talked Fear Street Part 1, uh, today Part 2, and then Friday, when the third part comes out, we're going to be talking that one as well, which should be fun. Um, I do want to say we will be getting into spoilers about Part 1 and Part 2 in this episode. Um, more, Probably more so Part 1, but a lot of Part 2 as well just because it's kind of impossible to actually actually talk about anything in part two without spoiling things that happen in part one. Uh, before we get to that, though, I am Dry Archuleta, joined by Liz. Me, that's me. And by Sam. Tis I. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was prepared for me to introduce her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we start talking spoilers of what actually happens in it, let's just get general thoughts out of the way here. Uh, Let's start with Sam. What did you think about Fear Street Part 2, 1978? Okay, so I think I I may like this one a little bit more. Um, uh, Maybe it's just because, like, the 70s <laughs> you're old and I like the 70s more like the 80s or late 70s really or sorry I like the 70s more than I like the 2000s or 90s sorry you're <laughs> so mixed up that's right how now. old you are Sam you can't even keep gears straight <laughs> I can't you're an old <laughs> I know <laughs> anyway um, yeah this one does kind of the same thing where it pays homage to like the 70s horror movies and 80s horror movies even i'd say slashers um yes very much so slashers yeah um yeah i like this one too i thought it was really fun and it it really reminded me of like something like um well Friday the 13th or like Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, yeah. Sleepaway like Camp a ton, actually. I think yeah. even the main so character a... kind of looks like the main girl from Sleepaway Camp a little bit. A little, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. If I'd say Just the, like the face structure. <laughs> oh, there is a stranger kid in this this part two, by the way. <laughs> there is a stranger kid. Uh, not an original mm-hmm. stranger kid, though. Season no, two like stranger kid. Season two, yeah. The redhead yeah. girl. Max, yeah. I think her name is in the show. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. How'd you remember that? That's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can't remember decades, but names and season two of a television show. <laughs> mm, well, those happened uh, 
more recently than <laughs> the 90s and 80s and 70s. And also, I wasn't alive in the 70s, and I was not alive in most of the 80s. So, <laughs> Yeah, you're still a 90s kid, basically. Pretty much, yeah. I was like two or three when I stepped out into the 90s. <laughs> when you entered the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So more or less you enjoy it and maybe even more than the first then. Yeah, I I like the first one, but I think I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Okay. But definitely oh. oh, sorry. I was going to say but definitely watch them like together, of course. Uh, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Liz. Hey. <laughs> General thoughts. I still like it. I um I guess there wasn't really another way for them to do what they did without them doing it. You know what I mean? You all know what I mean. <laughs> telling I, don't the, know, I do know what you mean. <laughs> telling the story. I, I know what you mean. Like <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's a way to tell the story other than how they told it. Like going back into the past and like memories. a flashback, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess this one is basically like a big flashback. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, because from what I saw at the end of the second one, it seems like the third one's not going to be a flashback, which is pretty cool. Um, no, it's going to be even like more of a prequel. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a prequel going forward. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I liked it still. Um, I wasn't bored. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's different when you already know it's coming, right? Like you, when you already know what the bad guy is and when you've already seen it, then some of the fear goes away. So yeah. knowing those things, I um, it lost me at some points, but I still liked it. It was still good. Um, it still did remind me of all those summer camp movie slashers so that was cool um and i still didn't like i still didn't see some things coming so cool yeah uh i also really liked it i think for me i might have liked it a little less than the first one Mm -hmm. but for me that comes from how the uh one of the things i really loved about the first one i talked about yesterday uh is that this one does do the thing that i hate where it makes characters purposely unlikable so that you're good when they die. You're like, yeah, fuck that person. Yeah, uh, I think this that. one does do that. Which, in a way, itself is paying homage to the slashers that it's paying homage to, the Friday the 13th and stuff like that, because all of those slasher movies had those characters in them. Um, so it's kind of difficult to be mad at it because it's doing the thing that it's trying to honor extremely well it's just maybe kind of tired of that thing that it's honoring, which is a weird thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I agree. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> also, I, I think I like the first one more because it does have more of those like scream tones to it. Well, like I f- the very self-aware <laughs> thing. Yeah, I feel like you're more of a fan of like the 90s horror scream like slasher i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i mean more specifically just scream because i don't like i know what you did last summer or like 
yeah. uh, urban legends and stuff like that. Like, I think those are yeah. fucking garbage, but... They're shit. I know what you did last... I Wait, I still know what you did last summer is extremely funny, though, because you get to see Jack Black in Dreads, which is just strange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Young Jack Black. Very weird movie. Yeah. But... Yeah. He's a weird guy anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't think anybody would have worked for that role. <laughs> but I'm glad they went with Jack Black. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like I like the second part. I think it does a really interesting thing with the story. Like I talked about last night, how everything is going more into the past, but telling you more about the future in a way. Uh, but in a way also to where you couldn't yeah. watch it in chronological order and have it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like this, you would be very unhappy with this because you couldn't watch it from the first parts of the story to the latest parts because it just wouldn't it wouldn't mix well i mean i guess you could but (laughs) why would you be confused yeah probably more confused yeah (laughs) um so i from here on out we have to go into spoilers if we really really want to talk about anything that happens in this movie because we have to talk about what happens at the end of the last movie to get into what is happening in this movie and I kind of mm-hmm. do want to talk about what happens in this one leading into the third movie because I think that is going to be really interesting because it's actually extremely strange what I think they're going to be doing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I really want to go into... Uh, I really want to talk about the trailer of the third one. I don't no. know if I can talk about that yet. <laughs> uh, let's go into the nope. stories of these nope. ones and then we'll get into that. Okay. But from here on out, spoilers <laughs> for part one and part two. And probably a bunch of thoughts about what we're going to think is happening in part three, which everybody will know very soon this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so last night, one of the things that I said that was extremely, extremely shocking to me, or maybe not, I didn't say it like that, but in hindsight, extremely shocking is since this does part one, I'm talking about part one, by the way, since part one does have like that extremely goosebumps feeling to it, like adult goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't actually think any of the main characters are going to die and it actually sets it up to where you even like the last 10 minutes you don't think anything bad is going to happen to anybody and then it shocks you because like it's doing that dumb slasher thing of like all right the main character is is uh being attacked and then they're gonna get out last minute and then (laughs) the the girl the friend the female friend (laughs) not the girlfriend but the female friend um (laughs) is being put into like this shredder thing like a, like meat, a meat shredder yeah i don't know what you call it a meat slicer meatless slicer meat, meat okay. slicer yeah that's probably more accurate <laughs> yeah um, that was one of the more gruesome scenes in the whole movie <laughs> yeah really? and like you think she's gonna get out and then she just doesn't she just nope. gets her entire top half fucking meat shredded and it shows the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's pretty awesome actually it's like what the (laughs) fuck they actually just did that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. because Uh, like at the end of the first movie it's like all about oh teamwork this good group of friends that got closer they're gonna totally beat this shit and then yeah Yeah. and then there's also a romance thing between the brother like the young brother and the um girl that got her head shredded like right oh, before yeah. that <laughs> like a yeah kiss. that's that scene was also very awkward that we we talked about that a little bit like the almost yeah. sex scene 
to where yeah. the main girl is a lesbian and she is having relations with her ex girlfriend, but now girlfriend again. <laughs> um, and like patching her up and stuff and they start kissing and making out. And then the little brother and the mm-hmm. female friend are like chilling, checking for what are they checking for? Marks of some kind again? But uh, blood. Oh, marks, blood. Something like that. The <laughs> girlfriend touched the witch's hand and bled on it. And so the witch is going directly after her. Mm-hmm. And then that's, like the whole that's why they're going. <laughs> that's why the witch is chasing them is because it's like trying to get to her. Which I guess we should have mm-hmm. gone into a lot of this last night in hindsight, huh? Anyway. Yeah, but like, <laughs> we were like, no spoiler. Yeah, yeah. That was a mistake. Oh, well. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it gave people a chance to get curious and hopefully watch it. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. This. It was on purpose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the female friend and the little brother uh, also like make out or get to first base or whatever. And then the guy friend who is the one who I could see people being really annoyed with because he kind of has that annoying tone to him. I ended up liking him <laughs> more than being annoyed by him, but um, he just jacks off in the bathroom. And he's like, wait, you guys slept together and you guys, <laughs> I got lucky too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that part was weird, but <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that, especially that when it's awkward. like referring to like young underage kids, which yeah. uh, apparently they're not in like in real life. But, yeah, they're all early yeah. 20s to 30s. I know, like, a lot of teen movies and stuff make references to sex and shit like that, but it's still, like, weird. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she ends up just getting sliced to pieces, and then the annoying guy friend, like, runs up, and he's, like, shocked because they're trying to have this plan to where they think if the girlfriend dies, then her death will nullify uh, the witch wanting to get her. Yeah, if she dies and come back, comes back to life. Final Destination 2 rules. I guess. I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie, but I can't really... Tell. It's the one where at the end, they think they got away and then a girl blows up and limbs fly all over the table that they're having a picnic at. It's really dumb. <laughs> I don't know. The series <laughs> is really probably, dumb. I- yeah yeah it's great <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah um and yeah so he runs up and just gets axed in the head mm-hmm. out of nowhere also a super shocking death uh yeah. it's it's great though like it's not gruesome but it's just like holy shit they just killed off like the entire supporting cast basically <laughs> in like yeah. 30 seconds and uh, i think guys i'm Okay, and I was just gonna say that like the the first scene of the whole movie really sets the tone for what you should be expecting. This. Yeah, it does. It does. But anyway, what were you gonna say? Um, I think because I was like with the first movie, I was kind of annoyed at the girls. So like the main character and her girlfriend, ex girlfriend, whatever she is now mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just so annoyed like i just felt like the writers kept trying to give them their moments at the worst times possible <laughs> <laughs> and it's so annoying to me like some of the movies like some of horror movies th- that i really don't like are the ones where they're just so dumb 
Like, are you serious? But those are the best kinds. No. Which is why oh, I really loved Oculus because horror movies. <laughs> that's why I really loved Oculus because like all of the stupid shit people usually do in horror movies, they don't do any of them. They actually fucking think about how they're gonna survive, and I love that movie. Hella scary. Won't watch it again. But I love that movie because it does that and like these like I don't know. There, it's just the worst. Like they all would have lived if she would have just died faster if they would have <laughs> if they would have stuck with the plan yeah. but no they had to sit there for 15 freaking minutes while the other people were checking doors which you knew was gonna that's when they were gonna come but no you had to sit there and talk about your feelings for 15 minutes well, <laughs> and then take are. the pills like really they really? are very dumb teenagers so they don't know what the fuck they're doing they are extremely dumb they literally steal uh, a paramedic van and a cop's gun. Yeah, and, a <laughs> and the yeah. one guy, while there's like creepy shit happening, walks over to a girl in the middle of the street who's just singing because she's hot. Like they're and not being smart. All creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> but they knew the plan and they fucked it all up. Yeah. I also just like the plan. It's just like we're gonna make you overdose. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they could have. Okay, they could have done it many other ways. Like they could have in the ambulance strangling. Yeah, they could have shocked her. They could have shocked her. They could have suffocated her and then put oxygen on her right after. Yeah, they could have done that. Fuck, man. I don't know. (laughs) And then they use all kinds of epipens to try to like revive (laughs) her or something. Yeah, she's like that. Even work. Not the I way mean, she's like, using them. Like she's like, am I doing this right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking stab them in the chest where there's literally nothing to absorb the medicine. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, like, I, I, you're the one that would know more than anybody. <laughs> you have training in that shit, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the way she does, stupid, and I, they fucked it all up, and I don't like when movies do that. That's pretty much my biggest pet peeve. See, the chest thing where she's like stabbing her in the chest all the epipens isn't even something that would have registered as doing it wrong to me because of Pulp Fiction uh, and how he like stabs <laughs> the needle into her heart. I, like oh, my yeah. my dumb movie adult brain is like, yeah, stab into chest. That makes wake up. That makes wake up happen. <laughs> <laughs> Every movie happen. that I watch that shows people using epipens, they just stab, stab them somewhere random. Is that like the wrong way to do it? They're supposed to stab themselves in a big muscle or where there's a lot of fat so that it gets absorbed. It's like your thighs. It's fast. (laughs) Yeah, it's fast. It's fast acting medication. And if you stab it right into your heart, one, you're stabbing your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're not stabbing your heart. Now it's just around your heart. And now your heart doesn't know what the fuck to do with it because it's not being absorbed. It's just not a good idea. Don't do it there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she had to stab her like seven times with that being because like the first three killed her three more times yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then finally she like finally got a little sliver of fat or something and it got absorbed <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so she ends up the, those people end up dying and then they end up having to drown her the girlfriend in a lobster tank. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, what? dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay, so I thought she was, like, allergic to, like, um, seafood or, like... Um, shellfish, yeah. Pres- like, shellfish or something like that. And that's where the EpiPens come in. Because, like, isn't that just for, like, allergies? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, pretty like, much. Why, why, why would that... <laughs> You already drowned her. Why do you have to give her like a allergic reaction? And the, <laughs> exactly. Well, I didn't. I wasn't thinking the allergy thing. That's pretty smart. I was like, okay, she's gonna fucking drown her. I was. But, I don't know if it had anything to do with like a shellfish allergy though. Like, I don't know if it ever referenced that. I don't no. think it did. No, it I don't was think. just. Yeah, it was just to drown her. And the guy said that the epipens were like Jesus. So adrenaline bring her back to life <laughs> so i don't I know, know if that would work because she has water in her lungs see okay here's the other thing <laughs> when you drown <laughs> okay when you drown you have water in your lungs absolutely correct samantha so yeah when, especially if you die like instantly and you get brought back up to all of this pressure of air you automatically mm-hmm. suck that air in just like you do as a newborn when you're first born. And then, then mm-hmm. you just spit it out. So, like, she wouldn't have even needed the EpiPens if they were scientifically correct. Like, she would have just come back to life <laughs> when she pulled her head out of the water. And maybe, and if not that, maybe when, you know, her girlfriend blows some air into her lungs. Because that's how it fucking works. Yeah, I think actually <laughs> that was, like, the really funny part to me. Because I was like... <laughs> She just needs to do CPR on her. Like she didn't even need to do the EpiPen thing. Yeah, that yeah, just that was seems unnecessary. That. That's was. why I thought the shellfish like allergy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just really yeah, weird how they I did that. that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even better though. Like giving her, give her and her like maybe she's allergic to peanuts. Just give her a shit out of peanuts, and then she. Yeah, they should have like you know, that would work faster than the pills. That would have been really fun <laughs> or and drowning. really silly, and I think it would have worked way better. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> then it would have actually at least made sense, right? Yeah, to like have it be like people are dying while they're waiting for her allergy to take hold. Like that would have at least <laughs> been like dumb fun instead of just they were bad at overdosing. Or they could have just like suffocated her somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of different ways I think could, that would have been better. Could have been way better. Yeah. I think that's a writing issue more than anything else. Also, the guy was just like shoving pills into her mouth without water. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'd be choking. I yeah. can't fucking dry swallow <laughs> pills. <laughs> right, and they're in the fucking grocery store. Like, you couldn't have gotten her Gatorade. Water. Like, what? <laughs> like, so many possibilities. He's the employee of the month. Yeah, like Never for every single one. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) yeah it's fun so she dies they bring her back all the ghosts are gone they think they're fine uh they're back at the house and i do want to say it does this one it does something that i do think i hope comes back in some way i don't know how it will but Mm -hmm. like they always reference their dad being like an alcoholic who's never there and so you don't see him throughout the entire movie you don't really see any parents except for the um girlfriend's mom i think yeah which is good i think that that like gives it that teenage edge of like being able to do it a lot more i think it's actually really smart yeah script level um not really hardly any adults at all and the ones that are in it are pretty incompetent i think yeah yeah what you need (laughs) to do if like you're trying to have children main characters is you need incompetent adults because yeah. you want to be able to believe that the teenagers wouldn't just go to an adult. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, they do that. Uh, they're chilling, hanging out in her bedroom, making out. The little brother gets pizza, and the, the sister's freaking out. She's like, you you got pizza. It's like a callback to earlier in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he goes, and he's chatting on his AOL thing to mystery person again, uh, mm-hmm. saying how crazy things have been. And the person he's talking to is like, yeah, can you believe that these two kids, like, did all of this murder and then just like killed themselves. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like trying to defend them and like, no, they were like the bravest and the sweetest people. And then mm-hmm. that's when the thing happens, the stinger of for some reason, which this part I don't understand. Uh, even though they beat the system, right? The witch still possesses her. Mm-hmm. Which confuses me from something that we end up seeing happen in the second movie. Me too. Um, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. What are you referring to? Uh, I'll get to it, but it, it's basically the ending of the second movie is what I'm referring to, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But Okay. Um, so yeah, and she's possessed and she like starts attacking and killing them or trying to kill the her girlfriend when she's all possessed and gross bloat fly kind of thing going on. and uh stabs her and then the girl like ties her up with a phone cord because you know in the 90s Mm -hmm. there's phone cords uh yeah gets the little brother and they look at her and they're like how do we get help and the call this one girl who experienced it before yeah they get her how do they get her number again i forget that part actually Uh they look her up in a phone book yeah, oh right, right, right! Because she was the only survivor of the camp thing who was like, there. yeah, they saw yeah. an article. It was C something or other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the char- the character is played by Jillian Jacobs from uh, Community. Yeah, the hippie lady Britta. If anybody's seen, yeah, that. Britta. <laughs> um. So yeah, they they call her up and she's. Out, uh, the girlfriend is down on the floor possessed and they call and that's how that first movie ends is like that mm-hmm. and then it, it gives you a trailer for the second movie which shows that it's all basically going to be flashback uh, to the massacre in the 80s which she survived yeah um, or 78 actually. yes 1978 at a camp <laughs> a summer camp yeah um no, not summer camp. Oh no, yeah, it was summer camp. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so then moving on to the second one, so now that we know kind of where we're at, um, because they have phone books back then, they <laughs> also found her address. So it kind of yeah. starts out how she she's living her life now too. Um, to give us kind of a background. And mm-hmm. I found her character hella interesting because I also don't understand why she does all these things. Yeah. Minus the locks on the door. So this person has a hella ton of alarm clocks. Yeah. And they all go off for different things. And I don't understand that part. I really don't because she even ignores some of them when they're there. So I'm like, okay, well, they're not like an OCD thing or else you would go insane about it. And they're not like you have to do it for some sort of ritual thing because then you would die or something. I don't know. 
Minus like the doors <laughs> being locked. I don't understand why it happens, but she lives in this paranoia with her dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to explain more of that in the third one, but I hope they do. Because <laughs> I didn't yeah. really get the alarm clock thing either. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Like it, it, it looks just interesting, and you her think look like more it paranoid must... and crazy. <laughs> yeah, like you. At least for me, I thought like, well, this must like lead in like she has a schedule. Like she has to take a bunch of cocaine every night to die, and then like <laughs> alarms wake her up or something. Like I don't know. I thought like yeah. something like something she had to do so that the witch wouldn't keep possessing her. But as we find out, like. She just never was possessed by the witch, and I don't know why. I, I, that's the part I don't understand is why she was never possessed by the witch. Right. She was never on the wall, which is because she also um, she died and then came back, which the way she died, she shouldn't have come back. But whatever. Again, science. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the part I don't get either. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought, and I kind of wanted to rewatch it again because I thought towards the end when she's in the ambulance – he like one of them is trying to call her a different name and then she calls her someone else calls her a different name or something well she's referred to to, um see something i forget the last name in the first movie but then um in the second movie uh she has a sister right so the person first name starts with c but she is um, referred to as something else that starts with the Z. I don't remember. Zippy or, or something like Zippy. that. Zippy. <laughs> I, don't... I don't remember. Honestly. I don't remember I either. Remember. It was just like a nickname, but apparently her name, her actual name, starts with the C. Cindy or something like that. Or her yeah, sister is Cindy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was Christy. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But somebody calls her a different name, and she points out she's mm-hmm. like her sister is dead, and so I don't know. If, like, someone was trying to hide her identity. But also in the second movie, when they're at camp, it's not really, like, like he's after somebody in specific. Yeah. He just went, like, his name was just on the wall. Um, You know, unlike our our last one. Maybe that was the difference, that they were, the witch was actually after her mm. and didn't get her. And so this is how she'll get her. Maybe that's the difference. Um, I don't know, Maybe. but it also sounded like they flipped her name. So like she wasn't someone cause even the characters were like, wait, you're zippy or whatever the hell her name was. Like <laughs> They referred to her as Ziggy, Ziggy. and her sister is Cindy. Ziggy. Cindy. Okay. But Ziggy is just a nickname. So I think it's just trying to lead you on to believe that it's the sister that is actually, uh, the, the, one the or whatever. Fucking what's her name? Britta. We refer to her as Britta. That's all I know her. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's the younger sister. Yeah, like sitting here looking at the sister? sitting here looking on the IMDb page. Uh, she's the older Britta is C Berman. So like, was the movie trying to yeah. make us think that she was Cindy the whole time? I think so. Maybe because I never yeah. thought that. I was shocked really? when. Yeah, I never. Th- I always thought that she was the, the, the Ziggy character, the redheaded one. Hmm. So like maybe that's where maybe I was like I don't I don't get this like what's the catch? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But she's the one that bled on the hand, right? Second, Cindy bled on the hand. 
Neither of them got close to the witch. Well, I mean, I know they were in the house. Well, the actual but... Cindy one did get close to the witch. Yeah. Um, But didn't touch anything. She didn't touch anything because she was the good girl. Right. She didn't touch anything. She didn't, you know, no hair was out of place. Nothing. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, But again, like... It, they didn't have a target like it didn't seem like the bad guy in this movie had a target but they were the target I don't know if it's because they were just the last people left in the camp which is fair um, yeah. nobody has been there yet but <laughs> well like cause it's cause the possession happens to the guy character who ends up being like the, the, the slayer boyfriend. the axe slayer um, yeah. Tommy Slater which huh that's funny um <laughs> uh that is a reference to scream uh weird yeah Uh, i think that sunnydale reference absolutely has to be a reference to buffy it 100 has to be be. there's no goddamn way there's Uh, probably even more in there like yeah. I'm like um, as fast as these movies go, there's so many things that we're not getting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel like I I'm, think it's meant to be that way. Yeah, I feel like I should watch these again like before I watch the third one. I don't know though. Yeah, I, maybe. Like they seem to be extremely rewatchable and the way that the stories intertwine seems to be made like you're supposed to watch them a few times. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. Either way, this person's a psycho living in our house by herself, and the kids make it over there, and they bring her possessed-ass friend. Um, <laughs> and she's like, get her the hell out of here, because I don't want that. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what is weird is that these kids are like, let's break in. Let's not knock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they are very dumb kids. <laughs> They're not smart. No, but still. But anyway, they make it there. And so that's how she gets her to tell her story um, about what happened at summer camp. Yeah. Which I always I found weird. Like at the end, when I started thinking about it, I'm like, they came here to find out like how they made it stop and like all this stuff. And she's like, I'll tell you. And then she tells her whole story that they pretty much already knew because they read the newspaper article and they have the nerd guy that knows everything and didn't get any answers of why she's like this or they did find out what they had to do, I guess. But that's really by chance, like yeah. a, a random yeah. ass other character gave them that answer. Yeah. Yeah. This this middle part seems to be just kind of setting up a bunch of different characters almost. Um, yeah. Rather than really giving you a bunch of story, honestly, um, which I don't, I don't think is bad. Like it was an enjoyable movie, still. Um, but like, yeah, the only thing that they really learn is that where the hand is. But that's it. <laughs> which is in the where the hand is, and what to do, <laughs> and what to do with it, and yeah, how to connect it with the body, which they did kind of figure out in the first movie because I was rewatching yeah. it. And they're like, no, we got to put, she has to be reburied. So yeah, that's she has to be like did. reunited with her hand. And the, <laughs> yeah, one of the kids was like, maybe it's because the hand's missing. Maybe that's why it's not working. And then they find mm-hmm. out something else, which is, they just find out that they're after the, the girlfriend yeah. instead of 
after everyone. So, I mean, they see other things, but that's pretty much all they found out. Um, but also I want to know like what that thing was in the witch's lair. The like giant Pounding heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. It it, like, a is heart. it just her? Do you it's think it's just be her. her in like some sort of weird Lovecraftian form? <laughs> so here, here's what I kind of hope it does is because I like, like we, we basically already said like what happens. Like if you've seen a horror slasher movie in a camp, that's what this movie is to a T yeah. pretty much. Uh, <laughs> you get to learn that like the cop who was in the first movie who we didn't really talk about at all. Uh, he is also in the camp at the time and he knows mm-hmm. this girl. He knows the Ziggy character. Um, Let's just scream again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so you, you learn that connection. Like you, you learn characters, backstories who are relevant background characters in the first movie is kind of what this movie does. Is it just yeah. tells you, it kind of tells you where the first movie's background is coming from in a weird way while also informing the future of what they need to be doing, which is, again, why I think it's so cool about this little trilogy. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so it it ends with them going and finding the, the hand that's buried in the tree still because it was buried around the mall, which is where the first movie starts, which we also really didn't talk about that. But that's well, the, really hand was, the hand was buried underneath the outhouses. And the that's body, where, I think, that's was where it was originally. That's where it was originally in the summer camp. Yeah. And they remember in the summer camp, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have the hand. Let's go get the body. We know where the body is. It's <laughs> under the tree. And then they find the rock. So somebody went and m- moved, moved her. Yeah. 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 And the kids are like, oh, we know where it's at. Give us the hand. Like, where's the hand so that we can go and put it with the oh, body? Oh, yeah. And they yeah. reunite it with the body. Yeah. And then the tree is in the mall from the first one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So they go and get the hand from the mall tree. <laughs> yep. And yeah. Take like, it out. Well, also, it was like some Lorax because... shit. <laughs> right there. Like, save the trees. Build your mall around the trees. We won't have. I mean, they them. they wouldn't just leave the soil untouched, right? <laughs> That's just weird. I don't know. <laughs> the but town's really idea. into preservation but... of nature. I guess so. <laughs> and it's also called the hanging tree. Wouldn't you like not want that <laughs> to be the centerpiece of the shopping mall? <laughs> no, that's bro. That's what's hip. You go to the hanging tree because that's where you hang out. Oh my god! <laughs> right, because nobody believes this witch stuff. No one believes about it, or no one believes it. It's not a real thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would keep a tree. It's a beautiful tree. It was in the <laughs> middle of a field in the eighties. Now we're gonna build a a shopping mall there, and we're gonna save it all <laughs> because we're good people. Where murder happens. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they they reunite that, and then you get this thing to where the main character from the first movie gets this weird flashback to to 1666. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that flashback leads into the trailer for the third movie. 
Yeah, it's looks like weird. But also, it's looking like it's trying to do like a whole like folktale, like the witch sort of vibe to it, which I am excited to see if they do more with it. Yeah, I'm wondering if they keep like the characterizations from all of the characters because it shows that all of the characters from the first two movies that we saw, the actors will be playing yeah. <laughs> different people in that village whenever this slaughter happened. So I wonder if they're just like um, descendants from... Oh, yeah. That's what I thought too. Like the people in the first two movies are det- descendants. And it shows um, um, the witch... The actual witch character is the main character, girl. Um, right. Yeah. The first movie. So yeah, I guess we'll have to see where that goes. <laughs> if that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks interesting because it it kind of has like almost an American horror story vibe to it. It feels like yeah, where it's just using like all the same actors and they're doing different things. What I'm wondering yeah. is if the girl will be self-aware of what's happening and she's going to try and stop it. Um, or like what, what that's even going to be. Or if it's just going to be like a flashback sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Cause all the characters from all the other movies or all the actors are playing different characters in that scenario. So I, I, I don't know if they're going to keep characterizations or not. That would be weird yeah, if they did. Cause they're so like clashing. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they're like all aware <laughs> of where they're at would be really weird. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing is how much of this third one will actually be in 1666? Well, I didn't think the the second one was going to be completely, pretty much completely, except for like a small little flashback maybe. or flash forward or whatever. <laughs> It was mostly actually just set in 78 and telling the whole story of that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm, Hopefully we'll explain really cool. more things. Yeah, it does. I, I want I, some of it to be in the modern 1994 time because I just mm-hmm. wanted to explain Britta's clock thing. Yeah, the clock thing. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be disappointed if they don't explain all these weird things that they introduced with the first two movies. Yeah, because they introduced a lot of weird things. Because I feel like there's like they could, they could do this in a pretty clever way, but also they could be like a lot of other shitty movies and just ignore <laughs> all of the things that they added just for like suspense. Or, like, to keep you watching, I guess. Yeah. Do, like, what Lost did and just <laughs> like everything yeah, that it answers it. gives you 17 questions. Yeah, never fucking... Anyway. <laughs> 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 they just wrote that while they were shooting it, like, on a whim, so... Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's why none of it really made sense at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing was planned. But <laughs> this does seem planned. This is extremely planned, even because they made I'm the three so. movies before yeah. even releasing one of them. Exactly. I'm hoping, hoping so that it will, will all come out in the end, and we'll have stuff explained. Yeah, I think that I forget if it was you or Liz that brought it up of like their descendants. <laughs> I like that idea a lot because that would be 
like why they're going after these specific people as like their descendants and she's like trying to get revenge for herself or whatever. Well, I have a feeling that um, the witch will be completely justified in what she did and she's going to be the victim in the the third one and we're going to be like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. So And they all deserve it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm yes. super biased going into this third movie because I had been writing a book about a witch uh, and it, it's actually very similar to the structure of this trilogy, which is really frustrating for me, but that's, that's a whole other thing. Uh, uh, the, the witch in that, in my, in my story is extremely innocent, but then ends up being angry and takes revenge. So I, I'm just going to assume that that's what happens. And they stole my, my tale as old as time, which also happens in Buffy. They hacked the computer. Yeah. They hacked the computer and they took my manuscript. That's what I'm assuming happened. <laughs> There's no other explanation. I'm betting the witch is the um, the person on the un- other end of the chat room. That would be really funny. I still hope yeah. it's Ralph Stein, though. <laughs> that would be just weird, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> but like, why would the witch be on the other side of the chat room? That is that going to be the stinger? Like they got away <laughs> from all of it, and then at the end, like the kid is talking, and he's like, "Man, it's such a crazy week," and the witch is like, "I know, right?" And like that's the stinger. <laughs> It's like we get internet ghosts now. That would be a pretty RL sign sort of ending. Honestly, it would be. It, honestly, yeah, it would be. <laughs> I'm expecting something like that. Oh man, I'm gonna be so disappointed by this third movie, aren't I? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. But it, it comes out on the 16th, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Which we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch the third one on the 16th, and then do another live episode talking about that right after we watched it i will also hopefully be on the episode if you want to do after 11 (laughs) because i work sure (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) um but yeah i think that's kind of all we have to say on this unless anybody has anything else Um, no mm -mm. but it is going to be the church's fault well everything is well yeah i mean that would only make sense Church is the root cause of all evil. That's true. true. It is true, actually. Uh, The witch says it's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's because they persecute everyone. Not everyone. Burn them. Just the witches. No witches were burned. Some witches were burned. I think some witches were burned. Couple witches were burned. I think it was mostly hanging. Were garroted. Grotted is pretty bad too, and hanging. Yeah. Google it. A lot of hangings. I don't have to Google it. I've listened to podcasts on it. <laughs> oh. I think Google being garroted would be worse than being hung or hanged. Yeah, because being... that's like cutting into your flesh. But that's just like a vice fucking. Yeah, that's well, we're not worse. You can Google it if you care to know what. A cheese grater for your neck. That's very awful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I would still give a recommend for this series thus far. We'll see. We're yet to see if this nails the ending for me. If it nails the yeah. ending, this is an easy recommendation. But that's yet to be seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, uh, I, I kind of have faith in it, but I'm also like 
and ready to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every other R.L. Stein book. Yeah. Goosebumps every Goosebumps book, book is just, yeah. Any Everybody that has ever read or watched Goosebumps, you know. <laughs> that was every child's first introduction to disappointment in fiction. Yeah, disappointment, twist, shitty twist endings. <laughs> hey, oh, they were dead back. all along. Oh, they were all werewolves. <laughs> yeah isn't that one of them like the kid is running away so. from like werewolves the whole time and then it turns out his family is also werewolves and he's I a werewolf was, i think it might have been like a va- i think they might have been vampires but i don't know but like everybody they turns out like, to just be the monster yeah fine at the end and it's actually like happy yeah it's pretty yeah dumb. <laughs> that, that's like the tone of all goosebumps <laughs> yeah Yep. I want a serious <laughs> goosebumps. I want seventy thousand or seven hundred or seventy million. There we go. That's the number. Okay. <laughs> I want a seventy million dollar budget goosebumps movie based on just the horror theme park one trilogy episode. Seventy million. Well, there is like a movie, right? Yeah, actually, I do want to talk about that for a second. Or two movies. So yeah, there are two goosebumps movies, and I'm so glad that this didn't do the same thing as that, or even the um. The Shadows one? What is it? I just bought that movie. 4K. The Nightmare um, one or Scary Stories Tell in the Dark? Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like scary... I, that was a weird thing. Uh, scary Stories <laughs> to Tell in the Dark and then the Goosebumps movies do a thing to where like they bring the fiction into the real world and it's like, oh, we're dealing with all the famous monsters. Oh no, we better stop it. I'm yeah. really glad that Fear Street didn't do that. Like it's its own thing. Yeah. It does feel very much like its own thing. Yeah. But also, obviously, referencing and paying homage to yes, yes, movies of the past. Like, there's definitely probably something I have not watched the Goosebumps movies. I gotta say, uh, really. Also, Jack Black is in them. Also, though, um, but no, I've not watched them yet. <laughs> Surprising, I know. I watched everything, and I just didn't watch that garbage yet. But there's like the theme park one, and then there was the mask one. Yeah, I, don't no, know no, I watched the show like, like crazy like but they're actually like movies like feature length i mean they're trilogies yeah yeah i guess so like trilogy episodes i think there was another i don't know i think there was actually more than just those two but like for hollywood production films Hollywood production production not just like two big episodes yeah <laughs> i don't know two-parters <laughs> it's, something the, like it's that, the goosebumps yeah. movies with jack black in them and like it's probably really fun watching those and seeing all the characters that you like read about or like watched on the show but <laughs> it's de- it definitely just does not seem very actually goosebumpsy very, it seems very kids movie like whereas <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark i would say is a more mature thing like... i would say it's kind of a middle ground between fear street and the goosebumps thing like are you afraid of the dark more like yeah 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 um i'd say it's more of an are you afraid of the dark vibe yeah because that one also was though, a little bit more mature than goosebumps i feel are you afraid of the dark was super mature and those always ended dark too those yeah. are always super depressing and i think the actually the pilot episode is one that i don't think liz could watch i uh, think ryan gosling is in that one or he's in one of those maybe it's goosebumps he, i might be no no ryan gosling is in both i think actually okay very young Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, child. There's um, actually but... a lot of younger younger actors in those episodes. There so are. 
but Liz, I don't think you could watch the pilot for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Maybe you've seen it, actually. It's a clown episode. Oh. I've seen the, yeah, I've seen all Are You Afraid of the Darks. I don't remember them all super well. I was really young, and there's not a lot about my being young that I remember. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just don't remember. I really like that first pilot episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. It like still creeps me out even today as like a human adult, um, as opposed to a squirrel <laughs> adult, I guess. I've Is watched where they um, go to a circus or whatever. Yeah, they go to like the fair and then they go into the mirror house, the fun house thing. And it turns out like at the end of it, there's like a clown and one of the guys steals the cigar. And then the clown like hunts them down and kills them. I think I sort of remember, but I've watched Goosebumps um, more recent than Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I think it was on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. I watched through some of that. But also, Are You Afraid of the Dark had a really, really good reboot miniseries. Like, genuinely very good. Oh, yeah. I believe I watched that, actually. Yeah, it's, like, very enjoyable. I really, really liked it. I'd probably have to watch it again, because I think I probably fell asleep. Yeah, like, all those old 90s children's horror things have, like, come back in a way. In some way, anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, recommend still is from you yeah sam yeah i'm very curious curious to see what the third one's gonna bring so (laughs) we'll see and just uh for us we're recording this or we're doing this live episode i should say on the 13th it'll be up on the 15th so at tomorrow for you if you're listening to this archive it'll be tomorrow when the third movie comes out on july 16th which we'll, again, we'll be doing a live episode on that one. And if you found us way more into the future, then you could just fucking binge all of it at once. Yeah, do that. That'd be fun, <laughs> actually. That'd be really good. Just six hours of this. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk to you guys on the 16th again. Pretty late that night, but still. Um, Liz, thank you. Sure. Sam, thank you. Yep, of course. Uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of us, you can do that at the last ones in at gmail.com or these la- the, the last, last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can go to our link tree, L I N K T R dot E E forward slash L O I P and get our, all of our socials and a bunch of places to follow us. Uh, subscribe, all those places. That'd be great. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao, Omi.